everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Church Conversations Over Coffee. My name is Kevin Perry. I'm the youth director here, and I'm sitting down with Billy Arnold, our senior pastor, to talk through the sermon that he just preached. Uh, and so thanks again for joining us. So you just preached a sermon. What what did you? What was like the main idea of the passage? Well, that I scripted out just trying trying to help us better understand Romans eight. Again, I'll, I'll repeat this over and over mm-hmm. again. The whole intent of all of this is not my outline notes of anything. It's it's really helping all of us open up the Bible yeah. slash in this case Romans eight to us, an incredibly valuable book, which I think has. You know, the way it flows out in my life, sort of four sort of sections that make sense. And uh, what I spoke on uh, on Sunday was was really what we called this epic uh, future that lays out in front of us. Um, you know, the, the, the understanding that what we know now is nothing like what is to come. So, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, we talked about the epic pardon in the beginning chapter, you know, God's forgiveness in, in our lives, which in a sense, just to wrap it up, Romans 8, 1, there is no condemnation for those who are found in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. or pardoned. Epic family was last week, which is in the center section of, of, of Romans 8, which talks about the family that we're invited into. We all get to be literally the children of God by God's invitation, even though we don't deserve it, but we get in fully become heirs of God. Mm-hmm. And then this today, or this uh, this section in, in Romans 8, which we taught on Sunday, was just about the future glory, which I bookended Romans 8, 18 and Romans 8, 28, those two verses. Yeah. All the verses are important, but those two to me really stood out as bookends for this section about the future that lays out in front of us. Yeah. So what are you hoping for somebody listening to your sermon? What are you hoping that they do with the information you just preached on? Always we say, read your Bible. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, again, it's just opening up this truth. But I think what my real desire for this particular message and bringing out these passages, these verses in Romans 8, 18 to 30, in this case, is to have people learn how that maturity of life comes in being um, uh, literally uh, trusting in the in the compass of God in spite of whatever circumstances may be occurring uh, in in you know uh, people struggle uh, all of us struggle sometimes with this fear of the unknown we we are thrown uh, a curveball in, in life I mean we as a church in recent day have been thrown kind of a physical curveball with having to do all this streaming stuff yeah. in, in unique ways and everybody's life has been changed kids you know and not in school and maybe I'm, my job is either lost or it's vulnerable or whatever. There's this constant fear that reigns over our lives. Without the, the depth of maturity of a believer, of a believer in Christ, we live on that wishy-washy mm-hmm. place. Now, there's plenty of other scriptures that speak to this exact yeah. same thing. But in Romans 8, it speaks to that. That's why it says, our present suffering is not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed. Mm-hmm. Maturity is looking down the road and understanding that, that we're still on target. 
we our lives can still be on target with him yeah even in spite of the insecurities of our life it kind of reminds me of the book of job and it's like that whole story of job of having everything and then losing everything and still counting god as as good and worthy of praise and worthy of honor and worship and uh there's actually there's a song by the band citizens i think that uh or no, it's Ghost Ship, I think, that it's called Where Were You, and it's it's essentially a song about the story of Job, and I think it's so helpful to understand, because then when I look at my own life, and I look at the struggles of, you know, if whatever struggles might come my way, still having the hope and the assurance that God is good and, and worthy of it all, and mm-hmm. yeah, so, so how would I, I mean, what would be your encouragement for somebody who's struggling with depression, anxiety, worry about all of this uncertainty right now how do we get out of that rut of um kind of the woe is me mentality and and actually look for the hope that christ has if if any one of us ever just totally just leans upon the advice of mankind uh to be honest with you you're immediately in trouble Mm -hmm. now i'm not saying sometimes we need it finding a counselor getting some help like that because there is absolute value in that. Yeah. So I'm not saying just discount that. Go read your Bible. You'll be fine. Yeah. However, uh, the advice of humanity is always that that the pinnacle of life is a no troubled life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 what the blessing of God is is humanly speaking when we just use human terminology the blessing of god is a no troubled life yeah that is not true that is a ball face lie i may have said this last week in my podcast i think but but uh you know i'm, I'm sick to death of how we always relying upon the advertisings of, of yeah. mankind to get us through stuff the, the the solution to all things is learning to understand that number one this is a broken world that was mm-hmm. part of my message sunday it's a it's a completely broken world and we, we're, we're living this cosmic fall, this cosmic ruin of life. And when you understand that, you understand that, that even in the best of circumstances, there's always things to be afraid of. There's always things to be insecure mm-hmm. about if left in the hands of this world. And the second advice is don't always take your own advice. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't let your natural inclinations lead you. Let the truth of God lead you. And that's why that Romans 8 thing is so important. Now, the obvious is read your Bible. There's everything good about going to trusted friends. Mm-hmm. And this verse does not speak to that. I get that because there are other places in scripture that do speak to that. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem, you have a struggle, you have a fear that's coming about, there's everything right about it. go to a friend, go to a neighbor, go to a trusted godly person, mm-hmm. man or woman, and say, how do I work my way through this? And they'll often have good advice. But at the end of the day, it's, it's found really right here in this Romans 8 passage. It's yeah. Christ be your compass. Uh, no matter what, yeah. even literally if all hell falls apart on you. The, the book of Job is the, is the perfect example mm-hmm. of this. I didn't use it at all as an illustration. I wanted to. It was actually yeah. in my early notes. But it, it's, it, again, repeats it. You're right. Yeah. It repeats it all over again. I think of, uh, like, what makes going to a friend and getting advice good and biblical it's when that friend's advice ultimately points us to christ and and points to god's sovereignty and so yeah i think you're totally right that's when you know when we're going through struggles when we're going through trials it's 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 good in fact to bring around other believers who are going to help you uh look to christ in in the midst of our trials and tribulations and another thing that uh that kind of reminded me of was i think there's and i get so frustrated at like the name it claim it type of 
of gospel or the prosperity gospel or this this view that if you come to God, he's going to make your life perfect. You're going to be blessed financially or with good things. When in reality, we look at God and we look at, at Jesus and he He bids us come and die and die to ourselves, die to this world. Like there, there's if, if you're a follower of Christ, you should expect suffering because it's in that suffering. It's in that refinement that we are made more into the image of Christ. And it's the process of sanctification that we've talked about a little bit. It is. And one of the points I made Sunday was that, that I believe that I'm learning through this passage and through this truth that, that agony and, and groanings yeah. is the word that, that is used in one of the English trans or many of the English translations here. It, it is literally that utter feeling that comes from our inner soul that goes, things are not right. Yeah. And at first that feels like it ought to be like, God, when are you going to make it right? Yeah. In reality, God is making it right. Mm -hmm. Groanings in our life actually is an indicator that God really wants to make it yeah. right and will make it right. And so I used it as a word to say it's an index. It's a marker. Mm -hmm. We trust in that, that we say, you know what? This cannot be done by human inclination. It can only be done by faith in the living God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. Faith, not by sight. Yeah, that's so true. Um, one of the uh, illustrations you use that is one of my favorite illustrations is uh, the song It Is Well mm -hmm. with My Soul and Horatio S uh, Safford. Mm -hmm. uh, that story, I, I don't remember when I first heard that story. But it is just one of the the coolest stories to uh, a hymn that's ever been written. It, it's a true story. It is an unbelievably painful story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when, when you read this series of events, one thing happens, and you think, "Oh, that's bad enough." Yeah. The second, it is like the Job book. Yeah. The second thing happens, and that's bad. You know, it's the loss of a son, the loss of his of his businesses, the loss of his property, mm -hmm. fire, uh, a loss of an economic downturn. Uh, and then the tremendous loss of four daughters mm -hmm. on a ship that sank. I mean, it's like you, you want to say to stuff like that, when is this going to stop? Yeah. When is this going to stop? And I, I, I find that a fascinating story because the truth is everybody in tragedy always wants that. Mm -hmm. What we want is the blessing that says, when is it going to stop? I can't give an answer to when it's going to stop. Yeah. Not totally. Uh, in this earth, I can give an answer of when it's going to stop mm -hmm. in the glory of Christ. Mm -hmm. And God uses tragedy, as bizarre as this sounds, God uses tragedy of all kinds to really as a part of his glorification. Yeah. It, he uses that for his betterment. And, that, and I, I didn't mention this in the message Sunday, but... You, you could literally go down the list of all the tragedies of yeah. every human being's life, every our lives, your life, and, and go and say, how in the world can God use that sickening thing? Yeah. And yet that's the glory of the redemption nature of Christ. Yeah. He, can. he really can. Totally. I think um, there's two questions that kind of come to mind or two thoughts that come to mind in light of that is one, what was, what did uh, the life of Horatio Safford, is it Safford? I think so. Safford. What did his uh, faith, life, faith life look like before all these tragedies hit? Well, like, I don't know. For yeah, me. totally. And, and anybody could look at Yeah. And, and it's probably. I mean, we won't know. I mean, I, I doubt that there's anybody out there that knows his what his devotional habits looked like, how often he prayed, what you know, how often he read. But I would be willing to put money down that he had a, a consistent time with the Lord, that he had a deep relationship with God that allowed him to actually, when crisis hit his life, respond by looking to Christ. 
You know, I used a, a little diagram, Sunday that, that talked about the growth of maturity of a mm-hmm. person, you know, and and I don't have the notes in front of me, but basically it's 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 a depth of understanding yeah. it, it, that leads to a patience through trials mm-hmm. and ultimately that grows into an incredible maturity no matter what comes yeah. no question about it whatever the details of his specific life nobody can write those kinds of words mm-hmm. and, and that were pinned down in such an amazing way with such deep theological truth yeah a sincere depth of an understanding the vast majority of us, thank you, God, mm-hmm. will never have to face totally the human tragedy that he had to face. And yet we might. Yeah. And so my my question for the listener right now is really where are you in your faith in Christ? If tragedy were to strike, if you were to lose your, your family, if you were to lose your job, loss of life, lose your house, even in the sense of like if, if one day we weren't able to meet in this country as a church family— if you know whatever might come where's your faith now is it strong enough to get you through is your relationship with christ deep enough to get you through that and if not what sort of things do you need to add maybe maybe you need to add a bible study maybe you need to um add a a prayer journal to your life maybe you need to even just start by making that first decision to respond uh to god's call on your life um but whatever it is really the challenge and the application of this sermon is essentially where are you in your faith and how can you move forward in it and deepen it and grow? I think still the depth comes from realizing that our present sufferings are not worth comparing to the glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. So do we believe that? Do we apply that? Um, that's one of the, the importance too. going back to having wise counsel around us. That's the importance of being in a, a group. And so yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you're part of Lifeway Church and you're not connected to a, a neighborhood group, a discipleship group, a life group or whatever, I want to encourage you. And I'll actually link this in the show notes, but we have those, the church in the lobby. I think that's a great place to start just connecting with other believers um, to, to process, to pray with, maybe going to the virtual prayer meetings, um, whatever it is, I think those are helpful places for us to actually start to deepen our faith and connection. That's why we have these programs. We're never, we're not a program-driven jer- church for the sake of program, mm-hmm. but it's those programs that allow us to, to deepen our relationships with each other and in turn deepen our relationship with Christ. Um, so that's good. Definitely encouragement there. Well, I think that's a great place to stop uh if if you're listening to this and you have any questions or thoughts or even you know you want to know more about how to get connected or or what it means to follow christ in your life i want to encourage you to uh get in contact with us you you know it's all in the show notes and the descriptions you can uh, email us our office at lifewayconnect.com you can leave a comment um i would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and give us a rating so that way more people will see this um if you have any thoughts for what we might do on this show or or things you'd like to hear feel free to let us know in the comments or send us an email we'd love to uh this is for you we want to make it beneficial for you so thanks everybody for joining us this is another episode of church conversations over coffee uh, and we'll see you soon oh.